Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We have a special broadcast for you. We have the one and only Nate Garcia. Nate Garcia, would you like to say hello? Hello. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. What was your day like? Oh, today? You're talking about right now? Yeah. Oh, no. I have to remember. It was a long time ago, man. It's pretty late right now. I was walking down the road. I was seeing everybody's lights were off. I saw people, they had candles like Pinocchio. When you go to sleep, you put a candle on the windows. Like, everybody is oh. sleeping right now. Were they all, were they all wearing, like, uh, like onesies? And they like... had the nightcaps. They were all hanging, dangling out the windows. I thought, oh I thought people were leaving out some kind of, where some were you kind in of a sign or something. Scotland or something? No, this was just down the road on Walnut Street. Or, oh. on, uh, or actually, it's on Baltimore Ave here. In the great American city of Philadelphia. I've always been saying that there's a huge Scottish immigration going on in uh, this area. Oh and my gosh, uh, they're stealing all of our jobs. Yeah, and they're coming in with their onesies and their little candle and whatnot. It's ridiculous. They're but, really making this country embarrassing. But, but, like, who else is going to do it, you know? Well, mm, yeah, I don't know. They, they've they got the egos. Not for me. It. No, not not me. me. The only thing you can see me... Uh, candles. Um, and if you ever, you know, the only way you can see me around candles is uh, me at uh, you know, at fucking uh, some like Leonard Skinner concert concert with like my my uh, little Zippo. Well, you have to get emotional Freebird. in those songs. Deep cuts in the middle of the those concert. slide guitars. You know, make me uh, they put me in my bag. I know, I know. You know, but um, wow, oh my god. Well, I'm so happy to be here again. I mean, I remember it feels only like it was about five months ago that we did. I mean, it doesn't it only feel like that five it, months ago? It's been three months. Oh, well, it only feels like five. And I actually haven't seen you since the last one, so it's very nice to see you again. It's great and to these, see you. And uh, these special... Because you were, you were like so... I think you were one of my favorite guests like wow. I've ever had. You're just such an interesting person, you know? You're just an interesting guy doing interesting things. And uh, we love to see that all here on this program, interesting people. But we also love to see the ones that are uninteresting because they have other stories to tell. Well, the, don't the uninteresting people make the interesting ones look even better? Yeah, it's like it's like real life. Really but, brings them out. But on a show. Yeah, you know? TV uh, show. So what have you been up to uh, since uh, the audience has last seen you? Since then, I've been working on... Many comics, <clears throat> but I've also been recording some music too. I'm working on a CD right now. I'm trying to make before Christmas. Right now, nice. It's about is it, is it a four Christmas weeks album? before Christmas. No, but I just had it as a personal goal. But I've been drawing lots of comics. I've been doing a lot of like stuff that uh for for money, like drawing people's T-shirts and stuff. And um, it's a little bit soul crushing, but you just fine. told me you did the uh, Jimmy Brown T-shirt. Oh my gosh, yes, America's <laughs> darling. From Manchester, nineteen-year-old British. I, pop I had them on legend. the. Pro- I had them on the program here. I know some people they don't know. You gotta let them know. I had them on the program. He's fabulous, and um, yeah, I just did a T-shirt for him. Probably still get it. When's his birthday? It's bound to turn twenty sometime, right? Nine eleven. I don't know. It's coming up. <laughs> That's his birthday, September eleventh, two thousand one. Oh man. That's like that should be a holiday. I mean, that's probably. Is there is there well, anything bad that happened that day? Well, there was the one tragedy that I, I learned about one time in school. I didn't even see it. I mean, I was born in 2002. I did not get to see this tragedy. So, I mean, who goddamn knows if it's real? I mean, people after the Titanic, they didn't know. Yeah, man. I mean, the Titanic to me is like uh, wishy-washy, you know. 
Titanic, yeah, it's a little bit. Uh, well, I, it's a little bit of a myth. It's like Noah's Ark to me. Yeah. Same with 9/11. I was born after it, man. What are some other ships that like sank? Um, that are like a long time ago. Uh, the Lusitania or something like that. Yeah, that's like not even real to me. Oh my gosh, it's fake. Yeah, it's like might as well be fake because I'm. I it might know. as well be like a story in a children's book. It might as well be yeah. goddamn Hansel and Gretel. I think we're all gonna eventually be uh characters in a for a story for like a children's book. I someday I disagree with that. in a hundred like years. That's gone. No. It's gone, man. There's no more. There's nothing nothing like that's ever going to happen again. Fuck. Not with the internet, no. Dang. So many things you have to say goodbye to when the internet comes around. You know? Yeah. It's, it's, it, say goodbye to things mattering in a song, you know, hearing something hearing something for the first time in a song, like, you know, some kind of emotional validation. That's all gone with, with, yeah. with Wi-Fi. But see, I was born after Wi-Fi. I'm just saying, I'm just saying this is just a fact. It's just like... It's weird, and it's still so new. Yeah, I was born before uh, Y2K, so <clears throat> I saw Jimmy oh, yeah. C- Carey in his prime. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I uh, love to see the animal inspector do his thing. But um, what were you doing with these comic books? Are they going well? You got anything coming out soon? Coming out soon? No, I had actually drawn a um, 40-page uh, book before this. Uh, called Plum Pocket that I was supposed to release. So I have been working on it, but I, I decided to scrap it. Oh, shit. Um, but I, other than that, I've been starting up working on a, um, a series of paintings of these various horsewomen in orange dresses, and it's going to be uh, in the next book called Equine Erotica. Oh, um, my God. I'm also God. thinking of calling it American Equine Erotica. Um and you know this is some kind of just I mean it's very indulgent it's very fun because I did just finish this book but and and I wanted to try and do some other stuff too in between like more comics but I mean I'm also still working on like short ones in between but it, this this painting one where it's it's all gonna it's gonna be like twelve horse paintings but it, it all has to do with uh, other comics that I'm doing like it's part of a story oh, okay that's pretty cool um, when do you see that coming out. I oh that that's I'm trying to put that out in January. Nice. That, I was gonna. <clears throat> for some reason I thought you were gonna say it's gonna be in the hush, but you in the hush. I don't know. <laughs> Come on. No, Could, these are all self-published, very casual. It does there's no hush that should be ever. I uh, I'm all I'm all there with you. Yeah. Um, Nick, uh, could I bother you to ask uh, what was on your Thanksgiving plate this year, and how was your Thanksgiving? Well, my Thanksgiving was very interesting. The big family function I was supposed to be at was on a day that I was seeing a concert in Philadelphia in my hometown. Hometown, current hometown, not where I was born. I was born in Allentown, which is where I had to go for Thanksgiving. But I ended up going on uh, just a day where my mom and dad were celebrating it, just like at their house. So I just went there. Um, And it was pretty great, you know, my mom... Uh, was telling me that uh, the fresh market is so great. I never heard of this fresh market. And my sister got a job there, and so we they actually decided to have Thanksgiving catered for the first time ever. Uh, see, they got very lazy post pandemic, and so we got that. It's pretty. It's pretty awesome, man. They cooked it up, ham, and yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, just the ham. 
I like to I like to be happy with what is in front of me, and it was fabulous. Oh. And I used it for the next day. I had some that, eggs with it. That's amazing. And I usually do eggs and pork roll in the morning. Eggs, pork roll, ketchup, toast, or I'll make a sandwich of it. Nice. But this time, I was able to do eggs and straight up ham. Like not just deli ham. This was a pig. You know, this was like proper. Oh yeah. But it was is small enough to where I could use it for a sandwich, and I did. And wow, it was crazy. So I, my Thanksgiving was pretty all right. I love when I use ham for sandwich. Uh, it's <laughs> yes. It's wonderful. Like the yeah, like you know, properly like honey smoked ham, like a real ham. Um, if you could uh drive. Any vehicle from any, um, you know, like fiction, um, movie or book. What would what would you drive? What, what would you be? Uh, well, I'm not really a good driver anyway. I don't even drive. In, I live here in Philadelphia. Well, just, and I just, like to just take the train. Just be imaginative, just like how the fiction books are. Oh, real, oh man. Oh man. I would. I would probably like to drive the. Uh, there's this lovely movie called La Bamba. About the life and story of Richie Valens. And he drives this really cool red car when he finally makes it big. And he's taking Donna out on it. You know, he may, he was hanging out with this girl Donna, you know. And uh, he has this one song about her. It's like this. It's like, oh, Donna. Oh, Donna. Damn. And it plays when in this montage they go to the drive-in in the red car. And they're watching a movie, man. It's getting hot and heavy in the movie. And it cuts to them, and they're looking at each other like they got nothing in mind other than those eyes. They got nothing to lose. And absolutely nothing to lose because it's a youth in the 50s. And she's looking at him. She's looking at him. He's looking at her. And he's looking at her like he sees the pumpkin patch in her eyes. When he looks in her eyes, he feels whole. And he knows. And he knows nothing else other than that in those minutes. Oh, that's a wonderful story. I wanna, I wanna sink my teeth into that. La Bamba, it's a La fabulous, oh, fabulous film. Jesus, I love have to that, check movie. that out. Great. Um, what inspired you to start making uh, comics? Oh my gosh. Well, I was very, very inspired when I was hanging out uh, at my house and drawing picture. And my mom comes in the room. She says, get in the car. I said, what? She says, get in the car. You're getting a fucking haircut. Dang. And I I was so self-conscious when I was a little kid about my hair. And I would always use it to cover my face. I was very insecure about my face when I was a kid. Self-conscious kid. Ugly. Fat. A little bit. But just enough to where it's like, oof. Uh, you should not wear that shirt. But it wasn't too fat where you can't get on a ride. But I, I, she said, we're getting in, the, get in the car. You're getting a haircut. And I was like, fuck. I cannot look like this. And so we went to the barbershop. And I was reading at the time Bone by Jeff Smith. A fun-loving kind of fantasy comic. It's like Lord of the Rings meets Bugs Bunny. It's very good. A thousand pages. Very influential from I, the is 90s. Is it like black and white? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I recognize Scholastic that. did a color version, but that's for the kids. And it's still That's good. for the niños. And I was reading it, and I was just like so dreading this haircut because I just, I, I just hated having short hair so much. I was like eight or like nine. And so we get there, and um, I, I get my haircut, 
and I'm just feeling so absolutely worthless. And I remember leaving feeling so naked, so ugly. And I hate to sound like a victim here, but this was a big deal for me. So what are you like? Uh, and so I thought to myself, are there a pair of scissors in your house at all? Uh, what right now for me? Just in general. Yeah, I've got scissors. Yeah, yeah. I trim my bangs sometimes. Oh, okay. I was gonna say maybe I thought like you'd be like, "Fuck the scissors! I don't want scissors in my house at all." Oh no, I like scissors, but you can use them for other things. I don't care. I, mean, I guess you can use them for other things. Yeah, I guess it just makes it so someone could cut my hair when I'm asleep. But I mean, I don't really care about that stuff now. <laughs> I was just really afraid back then. But I remember walking out of the store. It was Walmart uh, shopping center where we went, and I got my hair cut there because they had like a like a salon in the Walmart. And my mom just took me there, and they were very cheap, so I understand I would have gone there too. But I just remember walking out of there thinking, "Man, I feel so worthless. All I have to do to make myself feel like not worthless, I guess I'll just like sit in my room forever and like never come out and just." keep drawing comics because I was drawing like really stupid ones back then yeah about what for me oh I had this guy Mr. Banana who had a whole bunch of fruit friends and yo I, I got a story idea oh yeah sure yeah, ever, yeah I'll talk to you about it later <laughs> okay but or I can oh, I'm afraid to bring it up now bring it up now come on oh, I'm afraid someone's gonna steal it now nah, nobody's gonna want to work that hard on something they didn't come up with I'm sure I'm, and I'm sure your tastes are too singular for anybody else to understand the vision I don't know, it's pretty good. Oh, tell me. Okay. Oh, you can bleep it out if you think it's too scary. No, 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 it's not scary. It's like it's like a it's made for children. Whoa. It's a comic book made for children. About ex- okay, maybe I'll keep it a little ambiguous. Okay, yeah. Um so it's a comic book that I've had an idea for for like it's almost like in the style of Dr. Seuss kind of. But um it's like a certain food character that's very American and he travels around the world in a certain kind of a special vehicle and goes to different places and there's a bunch of other like foods hmm. and like they're all like they all have like personalities and stuff and then each comic book is about a specific region and about their foods Whoa. Yeah. And like they're all like characters. Like they're all like food characters. And it's like. And like you learn about the foods of different places. It sounds so educational. I feel like this would bore the kids. Well, there's like a story behind it. I'm just giving you the basis, oh, the oh, backdrop. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't know the dramas. It's, you know, it's a, there's there's a story behind it. Like it's, there's like a. It's like a funny. It's almost like Dr. Seuss meets like Captain Underpants. Whoa. Yeah. You've got to, you've got to publish this. You've got to make this. Happen I know, I know. Before anybody else does. That's now. why. That's why I was afraid to put it on the podcast, dude. You're gonna get like fucking like twenty thousand people emailing you to steal this, bro. This is what's gonna happen. I'm really scared. Anyway, I've been wanting to try to do that. If if, if it comes out, someone steals it, it's fine. Just give me credits or something. <laughs> yes. But like, it's been in like the the fucking the back burner for like three years now. Something I wanted, something I wanted to accomplish in my life, get in a get a Grammy. <laughs> <laughs> um, fucking uh, you have anything to add to that? I say just like Nike, just do it. Fuck it, you're right. Um, what's the scariest dream you've ever had? Whoa. 
I had a pretty fucked up dream, man. All right, tell us. I don't know, man. It's it's. Come on, you can't leave it. I just told you my my a million dollar idea, and then you won't tell me the fucking scary dream. What has got Hank Hank Williams chasing you with a gun or something? No, man. What are you stuck in Toledo, Ohio? No, dude. going on here what oh, what's 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 the dream can't talk about it i had this dream one time man i had this dream i was walking i was walking down walnut street in the great american city of philadelphia and this man this man came up to me man and he had this this wooden spoon in his hand. Right. And he said, bend down right now. Right. And I looked on the spoon, the wooden spoon, and it said, it carved into the middle of it, said, the wrath. I said, the wrath? What? That's what my mom had yeah. on the wooden spoon when she would hit me. Oh, the wrath coming back. And I back. looked in his eyes, man. And it was my mother's eyes. The wrath cometh back. And I looked at my mother's shirt, and she was in one of my shirts that I own. It was my green striping green polo. Fuck. And I looked at my chest, and I was, and I had her breasts, and I had everything. I had her whole body oh underneath my God. me. And it was raining, and she started to sing me this song. And I'm like, what are you going to sing me right now? She starts singing, Oh, Donna, oh, Donna. Um, and then I woke up, and it was great. And I listened to that song, and I made an egg. Wow, that does sound terrifying. If I ever heard of a scary dream, that would be probably the number one on I the top that, list. Dude, that was really fucking vulnerable and scary that I just told you that. I... You know what? I mean, you're a very brave person for doing that. I really didn't think you were going to be, you know, capable to, you know, do that. So I have a soft side sometimes. I, I applaud you on that one, my sir, my lord, my hubby, my, my chubby hubby. Um, <laughs> yeah, and like a uh, fucking... Like, Holy shit, dude. Dude. Did you just hear that? Oh my god! I can't believe that. So horrible! It was like a. That sounded like someone like killed like a family of four. Yeah, it sounded like some windows were smashing and the bricks were falling down. There was like screams. Yeah, it was like it was like. "Ah!" I think, dude. Oh my god! I think Lee's Deli just got drove into with a U-Haul in the Great American City of Philadelphia. My God, it is falling apart. This place is falling apart. They should have never voted for Jon Snow. For people that don't know, I mean, for people that don't know, Lee's Deli, a staple in West Philadelphia, has been rammed. It has been reamed. It has been destroyed uh, by a U-Haul. Someone drove into it. A childhood staple of mine. I used to walk in there when I was like four years old and got get a foot long hot dog and shove it down my mouth. Oh, what'd you get to drink with that? I think milk. I I was a heavy. I was a heavy. I was a heavy milker. I was a milky boy. I was sucking on the teat until I was seven. Wow. Yeah. Same one? Different multiples. 
Uh, I was gonna say. Yeah. Everywhere I want, I was say, sucking you're not, on you know, teeth. You're young. You're not dead. I was sucking on teeth everywhere I went. Okay. Um. Let's see. Um. If you could choose, if, or if you had a choice on the way you died. Wow. Like. Like if you, like if you found out somehow through like some strange outer worldly, you know, experience that you were gonna die very soon, you had to die. Right. How would you pick it? Um. I have I have my choice. Please say yours. Um, and and I would you know the most natural way possible, and that's uh. An asteroid crashing into you. Well, I, I want to be in the blast radius. <laughs> I just want, I just want to be like sitting down watching like fucking Hulu or something, and all of a sudden I'm just like, it's like huh. I'm like, ah, ah, ah. I'm like ah. wow, and then that's it. I don't know. I think I about this a lot because I used to always have dreams of dying. I have. I'd have dreams where I would like literally feel how it feels to die. And it's like the closest thing I could imagine to what it is. And it's just like really intense. And then it goes I, into nothing. And like, I let myself die. I mean, I've wow. drowned in dreams where I've fallen into sewer grate and I look up at everybody and they're like all soup at me. What? Like you like fa- you fall into the sewer grate, like a soup or something. Well, I fall into the sewer. Like no, butter? Like I fall like you, through a like hole. Mel- melted like, butter? No, no. <laughs> no, there's just, just like a hole that's big enough for me to fall through, and I do, and I just, it's insane. And then I've had dreams where I get eaten by an alligator, and like what? the alligator's like, I'm in the stomach, and it feels like a huge room, and then I f- feel everything like squeeze me. It's insane. So what? I've thought about this, but I don't know what, I don't know what I would have to say this is the best way to die. I mean, I'd like someone I love to kill me. Maybe that would be kind of, kind of like a weird. Oh, thing well, for how me. would you like them for them to kill you? I'd like for them grenade. Uh, like five, six grenades. No, I'd like to spend a day with them. Um, okay. Before, and they kill me at night, and we say goodbye and stuff, and um, it's like more like. Man, I don't know, wholesome or something. Yeah. And then maybe like I don't know, cause I kind of want this to be like poetic or something. Like you're this on, a, you're, on a, me, you're on a you're on a beach and it? like they are like maybe like maybe they would stab maybe, maybe they stab maybe they're like fi- fifty feet away with like a machine gun shooting at you on the beach. I don't know. I could just imagine them stabbing me and then like. Sobbing while they're stabbing me, like just like, just like stabbing wow. me. That would be so. De- this would be so depressing and sad. That's crazy. So I would feel like that would be really <laughs> emotional and like poetic, but I don't know if I would want that in a way because like then I would be sad and in pain, being stabbed and killed. Oh my god, I would hate. Who would want that? I would hate to see that, but that's the way you'd want to go. That's the only way I could think of. I mean, if I could choose my own death, I feel like I should have a responsibility to make it something meaningful. Yeah. Oh, really though? But really? Oh, I want to ask like you. Lethal injection, quick. Oh yeah, like through the cock. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> but in the vein. but I wanted to ask you. Uh, do you do any TikToks? T- n- no. I've never done any. Do you plan on like doing them? My roommate Ben Benny. 
Shout out to my roommate Ben, Benny, his band Kicker, Ben Waz. Um, he was telling me that I should put my comics on TikTok as a swipe through thing. He even made one. He put this great Alex G song in the background, Gretel, and it was an eight bit version. And I said, Benny, that's that's that version's not that good. It's really <laughs> tasteless that you just chose that lame fucking version. And I wish that you chose one that was the, the. I wish you chose the real one. It was pathetic, but I appreciated that he made it. And I, 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 I just haven't taken the time to. I don't really care about that. I'm like drawing all the time, and it's like how it's 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 its own deal having to post on any social media that is that I already have. And it already sucks to do that. Yeah. So maybe one day. What you think I should? I think you should. Well, I don't know what I would do. Maybe like this is such a lame. Maybe combo. maybe, do, maybe do like uh like kind of like play by play on how you create like your characters. Oh yeah, true. One day, really sad. I draw a horse crying. Yeah. Wow, I'm really sad. Do I it from like crying. do it from like like you know like basic sketch to like you know blah 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 to blah 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 and like. I'll do this. I'll do I'll do one. I'll draw a horse really happy one day. I'll say, man. I'll, I'll do a voiceover of just the one picture. I'll say. So this is one time I drew this horse. I was so happy and I was smiling, and everything was okay. And then I'll go to the next one. This is a horse is really sad. I was really sad that day. I was crying. What? This guy's crazy. Yeah. He's saying crazy shit. Um, are you excited for Christmas at all? You, you a big Christmas boy? Um, I stopped asking my parents for stuff for Christmas, like. Well, when I moved out, so and so I I mean I look forward to cause I like to make things for people on Christmas that I love and cards and stuff and yeah. that's fun, and I like to walk around Philadelphia, the Great Christmas Village, aka CV. CV. And it's beautiful down there. You go down there, so many lights. People are making, people are making bratwursts ten bucks. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you can get a pretzel, hot cocoa, even spiked hot cocoa if you're above twenty one. I'm not. I cannot be drinking. But they have so much Wait, stuff down how, there. But how old are you again? Uh, twenty years young. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah. Well, how old did you think I was if I was walking down the street in my skimpies and you thought, man, who's that broad? Maybe nineteen or twenty. Whoa. Cool. I'm glad. I, I really am so afraid that I look so so much not I, I don't I wanna look my own age. I don't wanna look above that. Well, I mean there's a reason why they ID you at the bar when you're twenty one. They can't tell. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So That's true. I I I, I cannot wait until I can go and I stopped getting I stopped getting ID'd maybe like I think before COVID. I think after COVID, I like I I, you know like I was like, <laughs> and I like grew old. I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Yes. But um, fucking, that's how it goes. You got you get one wet dream, and next thing you know, you're forty years old. You get one wet dream, next thing you know, you're forty years old having a wet dream again. It echoes back when you have another one. And then your you wife remember. leaves you. Whoa. For just for a wet dream. Yeah. Wasn't even cheating. It was a dream. Not in my religious fantasy. Not in my religious family. I understand. Yeah. It's uh if you're if you're having pleasure 
outside of uh, your humanly consciousness. Dude, okay, is it feeding. just me? Hey, man, is it just me? Or does it feel like it's been 8.30 for two hours? I feel like I've last time I checked my phone was like two hours ago to check the time. Because sometimes you check your phone and you don't look at the time because it's not why you looked at your phone. The last time I looked at my phone to check the time was like two hours ago, and I swear to God it was 8.30, and I can't believe it. I feel like I kind of unlocked this thing, man, where I can freeze time. You ever feel that? Yeah, I mean, I think... Um I think you're going a little bit crazy, but what? Um, what? But I, but I also believe you. I want to say I believe you. No, I think it's just I think it's just probably deja vu of checking my phone yesterday when it was also eight thirty. Well, I mean, think about it. Yesterday was eight thirty. The day before that was eight thirty. The day before that day was eight thirty. And it goes on and on. We've seen right. so many. 830s. I'm the crazy one. It seems we've seen so many eight thirties that. Anytime you look at the clock and it's 8.30, you're like, oh, man, I've seen that before. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. But I feel like it's been 8.30 for so – and it's only 8.31 right now. I mean, damn, has it been an hour? Jeez. Oh, man. Well, might as well. We've only been doing this for like 28 minutes. I know, and it's been such a solid chat so far. It's only getting better, folks. Don't leave. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um Nate, um, craziest thing you've experienced traveling? Oh, wow. What a good question. Um, honestly, I travel a lot. I travel way more than I used to travel because of, I do a lot of comic shows and festivals and stuff in America. Now that uh, coronavirus is not uh, s- such a problem for public events. I was just thinking. I was like, I can't remember the last time I carried around my Vax card. Oh my gosh, a Vax card? Dude, that is with the yearbook from 1981. Dude, I need a piss on that shit. <laughs> That's so old, you can't even... I need a piss on it and fucking staple it into the next tree in fucking West Philly and be wow. like, fuck you. It's vintage. I mean, I've actually got to staple mine together because it's been because they didn't make the cards very uh, proper for wallet size, so I had to fold mine and it's become split in two. Oh, wow. uh, but I never even need to show that. Nobody cares anymore. Everybody's gone right wing. They don't care. That's but right. I, I was in a. What was I saying before this? For this? I I could have swore I saw you like a couple of weeks ago. You were like on the corner of like 30th and like Walnut, and you were like screaming racist shit about like clowns or something. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. That was uh, that was um, that was not me. That was a different guy. Okay, maybe he just looked like you. Yeah. yeah, but I I've been just I've been traveling a lot. Like uh, I went to Seattle recently for a short run comics festival. I went to uh, um, Columbus, Ohio for uh, Cross Crossroads Columbus, which is another comic thing. I'm going to L.A. at the end of this week for Permanent Damage in Los Angeles comic festival show, whatever. But um, the craziest thing is honestly this one time I was I was. I was hanging out with my friend Josh Pettinger, cartoonist. He was going to take... Uh, we, were, we were at Alex Graham's house, staying the night in Seattle, Washington. And he says to me, I gotta go take a piss. Or no, I'm sorry, no. He was sorry, he was taking his boots off. Jeez, I'm not even telling the story right. He's taking his boots off. I said, Josh, what are you doing taking your boots off? We were about to leave. And he's he already had them on. He said, well, I've got to go take a piss. And I said, uh, you're going to take your boots off? He's like, well, yeah, in someone else's house. I'm like, someone else's house? What do you mean, man? What are you doing? Yeah. And I was so confused by this. What I do mean, you think this is, a church? I, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was very strange. 
I mean, I know he was from the Isle of Wight. He's from he's from England. I know that he didn't see a restaurant until he was 23, or the color blue until he was 26. And I know he was never really shown love. What? You know, I mean, he shot a woman's arm with a BB gun whenever he was 12 and a half. That's what Goiter 3 is about, folks. If you ever read that comic. What, did he never look up when he was a child or something? No, I don't think I don't think he did a lot of looking up. Uh. But the, the the main point of this is is I didn't know that it was common courtesy to take your shoes off to use the bathroom in someone else's house, and I was on my horse with two blunts, high horse, about this for so long, thinking that I was the one that was right. That it's not crazy to go in someone's bathroom with your shoes. I've never heard of taking them off. I think he's like he. I think he loves germs. No, but th- you might have a fixation. It was explained to me, and I understand it now that it's like you're taking your shoes from outside, walking in the dirt and the shit and the piss, especially in Seattle, and you're coming into the bathroom, and that's like where they're, you know, they get out of the shower, they're naked on that floor. Like, that's like right out when they get out of the shower, they don't want to be stepping in Seattle piss shit, coming, scratching heroin needles, and, and, all, and all that, you know? It's like. Makes a lot of sense, and I'm very courteous now about that. And only, only the rich kids think that. Me, if well, I if I was not living, rich, I, I'd be like, I'd be like, hey, give me all them germs. I'm like, help me not get sick. Give yeah, I guess it builds up your immunity. And give me that. Yeah, give me that sickness. Yes. Give me that sick old khaki. Yeah, precisely that. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, if you were on death row. What would your last meal be? Very simple. I would go down my steps. Are you, wait, do I still live here? Sure. I'd like to. <laughs> I go down my steps of my apartment, walk out that door, turn left. To my left, I live on 43rd and Walnut. Or, I'm sorry, I live in 43rd and Locust in Philadelphia, PA. 19104 is my zip code. If you want to find me around 10 a.m., I usually leave my house to go to Panera Bread, where I go get uh, black coffee with ice. Because you got the su- subscription. Oh, I'm getting there. And I get the black coffee with ice, and I walk from there back to my house, and I get some work done. But that is not the point. But if you want to find me, that's usually where I am. It's the Panera Bread on 40th, and um, oh, I'm sorry. Walnuts and locust, I believe. And if you want to find me, that's usually where where I am. But I I am I'm I'm coming back. George, you just you just handed me these headphones for no reason. I'm not sure why you gave me those. Get the headies. Why? Why you tell the story? No, I can't listen to myself when I tell a story. What? I'm already losing track here. I'm, 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 my mind's all over the place, man. I'm scared oh, of people man. finding me now, killing me. I don't know why I said all that. Death row meal. Okay, here we go. I'd walk out my, I'd walk out my door, and I would walk to Pasquale's Pizza, which is right where I live. But real quick, I'll tell you about the Panera subscription that I forgot about. It's eight ninety nine dollars per month for. Uh, free coffee every two hours every day and I get it about two or three times a day and it is so fabulous because you think about it you're going to spend ten dollars getting coffee grinds on your own time on your own watch your own your own dime you don't have time to make that coffee man you don't have time to be to be you've got a life you know so you spend ten dollars a month getting coffee whatever beans whatever, whatever, I don't know what I said but I mean, it makes sense for me financially. And this is how they get you. They want you to go in there, 
buy a bagel. They want you to go in there, buy a buy a croissant or something. No, dude, don't buy that shit. You just go in there and get the coffee and just get your money's worth. Make your breakfast at home. All that to say, I live close to my Panera Bread and I love it there. But I would go to Pasquale's Pizza right down my road. I would order me a small pizza fry with a side of ranch. I would probably get ranch dressing, by the way. I would I would probably get a side of coleslaw, too. And then I would also get uh, probably get some garlic parmesan wings. And I would get a blueberry lemon seltzer with that. And I would call it a day. I would say, kill me. Damn. Fucking. I never had Pasquale's, but I heard their wings are banging. Yeah, they are. If they are open right now, I'd go, but they are closing early all the time. What? Yeah. They that's, close at like 9 o'clock sometimes. Like that's, not, that's exactly what you don't want from a, a fellow great wing establishment. Well, it keeps you on a sleep schedule. It's, still, it's for true, but hey, when you want great wings. I know. It's usually never in the daytime. You want them when you're drunk. Right, so you want them when there's nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. <laughs> Come yes. on. Nate, my friend, we are cutting close to the end. This has been good. This is the shortest podcast, I think, ever. <laughs> well, I think quality over quantity. This doesn't need to be a long-winded thing. Oh, no, no. I, I, didn't, mean, I didn't mean that as, like, it was because it's short is bad. I'm just saying I was, like, Saying, I got this one's short. Yeah, yeah. This one's short. This one's like the shortest one ever. It's cool. Still These good. people listen to this. So where are you going? You're going to listen to this when you're going to work. You're going to listen to this going to the drive thru. You're going to hear. You're going to listen to this when you come home. You get a sandwich ready. You get some chips, yeah. some grape soda or something, man. You're eating that just to listen to this. Just just to have something to listen to and just forget. So all your problems melt away when you listen to George's podcast. Nice. Love to see that, Nate. What's um What's up on the horizon for the new year for you? New year? Well, I always say what's new your, year. What's new, your goals? Oh, pff, dude, new year, new me. Always, I'm always new. Um, 